Let us see, O Lord, your mercy and give us your saving reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, there will be signs in the sun and moon and stars, on earth nations in agony, bewildered by the clamor of the ocean and its waves, men dying of fear as they await what menaces the world, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these things begin to take place, stand erect, hold your heads high, because your liberation is near at hand. Watch yourselves, or your hearts will be coarsened with debauchery and drunkenness and the cares of life, and that day will be sprung in you suddenly, like a trap. For it will come down in every living man on the face of the earth. Stay awake, praying at all times for the strength to survive all that is going to happen, and to stand with confidence before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> Welcome once again to our celebration of Sunday Mass. It's the first Sunday of Advent. The word Advent comes from the Latin Adventus, means, meaning coming, and the one who's coming, we are preparing for, of course, is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So Advent is a time of spiritual preparation for the coming of the Lord. In Advent, we find ourselves looking in a few different directions. We look back, first of all, to the first Christmas when Christ was born and to the hope and expectation that preceded his coming. So in the centuries before we will hear throughout Advent from the Old Testament prophets, Isaiah in particular, looking forward to this decisive intervention by God in the world, a moment when God would intervene powerfully in human affairs. This happened slightly unexpectedly with the birth of the child of Bethlehem. He is the Son of God, our Lord and Savior. That was the intervention that God had promised and which the people had hoped for and anticipated for centuries. So Advent is a wonderful time to enter into that hope and expectation. And we desperately need lots of hope. We have this Omicron 
variant making its appearance these days, perhaps taking us slightly backwards again. So we need hope. So Advent is a great time for hope-filled expectation, waiting on the Lord, anticipating once again God's intervention in the world. So hope in Advent, also reflecting on the nature, the identity of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he who is our Savior, in whose name alone we have eternal life. So reflecting on the nature, on the meaning of the incarnation, on the birth of Jesus. That's the first thing. Looking backwards to that first coming of Christ, his birth in time, and the expectation that preceded his birth. Secondly, we look to the present moment. This moment is a moment of grace. Just imagine Jesus, the Son of God, knocking on the door of your heart, asking you to invite him <clears throat> to invite him in. Jesus, as we heard last Sunday, the Feast of Christ the King, wants to be King and Lord, not only of parts of our lives, bits of our lives, he wants to be Lord and Master of the entirety of our lives. Advent is a wonderful opportunity to invite the Lord Jesus, Son of God, into our hearts in a very personal and special way. A time to open our hearts in joy-filled expectation, saying, Lord, you are my Savior. I invite you into my life to be Lord of all of my life. So that's the present moment. The third thing we do in Advent is we look to the future, because as Christians, we pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. We look to the second coming of Christ. The first happened in time 2,000 years ago at Bethlehem. The second will come at a time that we don't know. But we not only hope and believe it will happen, but we pray for it to happen, that this world will pass away to be replaced by a kingdom that will never pass away. That is the kingdom of God, the kingdom of justice, of love, and of peace. Everything is transient, only God is permanent, and we look forward in faith, in trust, and in hope to the second coming of Christ when the kingdom of God will be fulfilled. We pray for this, we long for this, for the passing away of the world and for the kingdom of God to be fulfilled. So those three things we do backwards, the present moment and the future in Advent. Some things for us to think about doing to make this a wonderfully fruitful spiritual time. Pray for 15 minutes every day in Advent. 15 minutes, totally to the Lord. It will change our entire Advent and not only that, it will change our lives completely. Prayer does that. Give 15 minutes to the Lord every day in Advent. Secondly, read the readings of daily Mass in Advent, because we hear all that hope from the Old Testament, Isaiah, and the other prophets. Read the daily readings, something else to do in Advent. I would suggest you do all of these things. Do one, maybe, in Advent. Don't take on too much. But pray, read the daily readings. Practice the virtue of hope. Advent is all about hope. Be a person of hope for somebody else. Sometimes we can be a bit depressed and downbeat, so let's raise it a little bit. Be a person of hope in Advent. 
and very importantly, practice the virtue of charity. We need charity in our parish. We need charity in our dealings with one another. We can be very negative, very critical, sometimes nasty. Let's practice charity, love, in the practical ways, especially with people we find very irritating. Charity is very practical. Very practical. Practice charity. Practice humility. Take small steps in the spiritual life, not big steps. If we take big steps, we'll fall over on our face. Small steps. So don't do all of these things I'm suggesting. But two more things. Go to confession in Advent. There'll be confessions immediately after Mass. Father Anthony will be hearing confessions. Go to confession. Every encounter with the Lord in the sacraments, as Thomas will have today for the first time, is an encounter with the divine, an encounter with God, and when we experience God, we are changed. We cannot remain the same. Go to confession in Advent. Lastly, not unlike Lent, Advent is a slightly penitential time. It's a time noted particularly for fairly massive self-indulgence, but perhaps a little self-restraint wouldn't go amiss in Advent. We can have the festivities when Christmas comes, a little bit of penance, especially in these early days of Advent. Don't do all of these things. Try one or two. Let's pray that the season of Advent will be a hope-filled and fruitful spiritual time for the parish and for each one of ourselves. Let's listen to those words of St. Luke again. Stay awake. Praying at all times for the strength to survive all that is going to happen and to stand with confidence before the Son of Man.